Ohio State has the luxury of being one of the most talented college football teams at every position, which also makes it a little difficult when it comes to deciding who is going to win position battles heading into the start of the season. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Buckeyes fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Buckeyes. Put it locked on podcast network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens podcast. It is Thursday, August 10th in the year 2023. And this episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on college or enter promo code locked on college for a free white tech hat. With any purchase, you won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. During today's episode, we will discuss the numerous Ohio State players that are on watch lists to win college football awards at the end of the season. And the preseason locked on top 25 has been released. I'll dissect it later in the show. But first, Ryan Day is tasked with something that a lot of coaches would not want to deal with. Yes, the amount of talent that Ohio State has is a huge luxury. Coaches want to deal with that. When it comes to deciding who is going to be your starting strong safety or who is going to be your starting quarterback, when you have the talent that Ohio State has, some coaches say, this decision is too hard for me to make. I don't want to deal with it. It's one of those problems that's a good problem to have, but it's also one of those problems that is a problem that you have to handle and deal with heading into the first game of the season on September the 2nd. Ohio State is is in the middle of a quarterback battle. There's also a battle on the offensive line. Who is going to be the starting left tackle? Who is going to be the starting right tackle? Who is going to be your starting center? Ryan even talked about the battle for the safety positions as well. And in a recent presser, Ryan Day discussed numerous topics, and one of them that was one that was talked about in numerous areas was the position battles going on at The Ohio State University. The one that is the biggest, the headliner, every time this topic comes up, is the quarterback competition. And Ryan Day said the QB battle, quote, it's a good battle, end quote. He also went on to say, quote, it's back and forth for sure, end quote. Is there a lot of stuff to take away from that? Probably not. That is something that we have expected at the QB battle between Kyle McCord and Devin Brown, there is a back and forth. There is the thought that both guys have a chance, a legitimate chance to win the starting quarterback job at Ohio State. There is a scrimmage coming up this weekend on Saturday, and you would think possibly there's a possibility of Ryan Day possibly naming a starting quarterback after that date, but something tells me with the way Ryan Day has been speaking, and it may be coach speak, but however, my gut tells me Ryan Day is going to wait and make this decision at the end of next week's practices. I don't think it's going to come at the end of this weekend, even if somebody has the upper hand. But the way Ryan Day has been talking, if you can believe him or not, does not matter. I just don't think he's going to make a decision or announce who that quarterback is going to be after the scrimmage this weekend. Ryan Day also discussed in the presser some things going on in college football. Oregon, Washington coming to the Big Ten. 
Arizona, Arizona State, Utah going to the Big 12. The Pac-12 only having four schools left in the current structure of the conference, meaning or being uh, Cal, Stanford, Oregon State, and Washington State. Will Cal and Stanford go from being in the Pac-12 to the ACC, literally playing a conference that's coast to coast? I don't know. I think that'd be dumb. I'm just going to – I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I think that'd be stupid uh, for Stanford, who had already, during COVID, talked about canceling uh, uh, sports and not having them anymore. All of a sudden, it's like, just to keep us afloat, forget the Mountain West, let's go to the ACC. No, that don't make dollars, and that don't make sense. We end up losing money probably making that move. But if that's the way for you to stay afloat and uh, be at a conference instead of going independent, so be it. But Ryan Day said that he doesn't have a problem. He actually said it's easy to focus on preparing for the upcoming season. And this is in context of discussing and thinking about the things going on in the sport. Think about it. There's going to be some more NIL legislation discussions coming up here soon. So Ryan Day is not only dealing with newcomers coming to the conference that he's going to have to prepare for on the West Coast, not only two schools next year in USC, UCLA originally, now it's two more in Oregon and Washington. That's two trips to the West Coast. I guarantee the Buckeyes are going to make uh, that they don't want to during an upcoming season that are in conference games. There's a lot of logistics and uh, jet lag and do you leave early? What When do you leave? Um, all that stuff. It just seems a little odd. Position battles. Let's get back to that topic. Ryan Day discussed the battle for both tackle positions on the offensive line, left tackle and right tackle. During the first practice of fall camp, the left tackle was Joshua Fryer. The right tackle was Din Mahalski. Now, Ryan Day says they're, they're – there are four guys competing for two offensive tackle spots, and they are competing at a high level. Joshua Fryer, Tegwit Shabola, Jimmy Simmons, and Luke, Luke Montgomery. Notice I didn't say Zen Mahalski. Now, maybe that was just something that Ryan Day did to get the attention of the media, to kind of get some things going. Um, but it wasn't really something that he was going to run with down the road. Zin Mahalski and George Fitzpatrick are in the mix, but the other four guys are currently the front runners for those two tackle spots. Now, you say, who is Jimmy Simmons? That is the San Diego State transfer offensive tackle. Josh Simmons wants to go by, he goes by Jimmy. So from here on out, do my best to call, refer to him and call him Jimmy Simmons. Ryan Day also said he doesn't think anyone has won a starting job at safety. He also goes on, I'm going to talk, come back to that here in a second. He also goes on to say, Sonny Styles can play the adjuster, the bandit, the nickel, and even Sam linebacker spots for Ohio State. Now, let's go back really quickly, and then I'll kind of touch on the Sonny Styles thing. Ryan Day says he doesn't think anyone has won a starting job at safety. I don't believe that. I believe that there are guys that have won starting jobs. Now, you may not know where they're going to be, um, where exactly um, they're going to play. Like, I think Lakeland Ransom is going to start. I think he has earned that right, and I think he is one of the top three safeties in the room. I think Lakeland Ransom is going to start. Now, is it going to be that he's going to be a nickel or he's going to be um, a free safety or strong safety? Maybe that's up in the air, but I do think that Lakeland Ransom has won a starting job, just not sure where it's going to be. Jihad Carter, Cam Martinez, Sonny Styles. That's a different conversation. Joshua Proctor, Kai Stokes, they're all in the mix to be 
competing for a starting role. I don't believe Lisa Ransom has a won a starting job. Do you say do, do yeah yes, I'm pushing back on something Ryan Day said. It happens, it happens a lot. Not not a lot. I agree with a lot of the things he says, but this one I don't. Now, in regards to Sonny Styles, um, when Ryan Day says he can play the adjuster, the bandit, the nickel, and the Sam, the adjuster is the free safety or plays to the wide side of the field. The strong safety is the bandit, plays to the short side of the field, um, or the boundary, and the nickel plays in the slot. So I, I call them the nickel corner. Um, sometimes at Ohio State, they call them the, the cover safety to give more of a generic term there. Sam linebacker as well. I think he is that hybrid kind of guy. He can play corner. I mean, he can play linebacker outside. He can play safety. But I do think Sonny Styles, with the conversations that we've heard, he is going to be competing and he's going to be hard to keep off the field in 2023 do you agree or disagree with things that ryan day has said an oppressor that we highlighted so far in this show tweet at me dm send me a message uh leave a comment on this video just let me know but i think players have won a, a starting job at safety maybe not that role but i think some of them have won the right to start for the buckeyes in 2023 coming up next we all hear about the Jim Thorpe watch list and the Doak Walker Award watch list. The watch list season is here, and there are numerous Buckeyes on all of these watch lists for postseason awards. Who are some of the guys that are at the top of the list right now? We'll discuss it next on Locked Up Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Football season is about to kick off, and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long because right now when you bet on a Super Bowl winner you could get bonus bets back every time they win in the regular season that is correct just pick any team to win the Super Bowl and you'll get bonus bets for every victory you can use your bonus bets on spreads player props over unders and more so visit fanduel.com slash locked on and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. Once again, go to fanduel.com slash locked on and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. This fanduel.com slash locked on. Thanks for making Locked On Buckeyes your first listen every single day. Now is the perfect time to subscribe to Locked On Buckeyes so you don't miss a beat. If you're an Apple Podcast listener or Spotify or even on the Odyssey app, subscribe or follow on that app. Apple or Spotify listeners, leave a five-star review and a rating. If you are watching us on the YouTube, subscribe to the Locked On Buckeyes YouTube channel. Also, hit the like button. Excuse me, smash the like button on this video and hit that bell so you are notified every time a new video goes live. Locked on Buckeyes is a part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Postseason awards are things that we hear about this time of year. This player's on this watch list. This player's on that watch list. They're all over the place. And when it comes to college football awards and um, the amount of time, the amount of chances players have to win awards, you're going to look on here and you may say, Jay, I'm going to Google college football postseason awards to figure out what awards are out there before hearing the players that are on these watch lists right now. And you're going to find there are a lot of them. There are multiple for even the same thing. There's the Heisman Trophy, which is which doesn't have a watch list right out right, right now. 
but that's for the as an outstanding player. The Maxwell Award also goes to the an outstanding player. The Player of the Year Award is the Walter Camp Award. You kind of get the gist. Those three right there are kind of the same thing. If you are you the player of the year in the sport, here's an award for you. But there are three, and they're all put on by three different organizations, which goes to why college football is a very confusing sport to describe to someone that doesn't know anything about it. So when it comes to Ohio State and these watch lists that are coming out, I have seen some come through, but when I saw that Mayan Williams and Travion Henderson are on the early watch list for the Doak Walker Award, which goes to the best running back in the country, I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Two guys won award. I like that. Not knowing who is going to start, I don't care. Both of these guys are talented. Both of these guys are really good in college, and they're getting the attention right now that I think they deserve. However, who else is out there? What else? When I say filling up these watch lists, Buckeyes fill them up. Marvin Harrison Jr., I'm going to go down player and go over the awards that they are part of. Marvin Harrison Jr. is on the watch list, preseason watch list for the Maxwell Award, which is an outstanding player or player of the year award. The Belitnikoff Award, which goes to the best receiver in the country. Ameka Abuka is also on the watch list in the preseason for the Maxwell Award, the Belitnikoff, and then the Paul Hornug Award, which goes to the most versatile player in the country. Donovan Jackson, Matthew Jones, Michael Hall Jr., they're all on the watch list for the Outland Trophy, which goes to the best interior lineman. Not offense or not defense, just best interior lineman. JT Tuomaloa is a finalist for the Bronco Nagurski Award, which goes to, and I'm looking at my notes, the Defensive Player of the Year. He's also a finalist for, on the watch list, for the Locked Impact Award, which goes to the best defensive player. Eichenberg is on the Nagurski Award, as well as Lathan Ransom. Jesse Merkel, a finalist for, or excuse me, watch list for the Ray Guy Award. Best punter in the country, Kate Stover, the Mackey Award, the best tight end of the country, and I already mentioned Trace, Travion Henderson and Mayan Williams. Not sure how Trey Sermon found his way in multiple shows in this week, but here we are. That's a lot of players, man. That's a lot of awards. And I mentioned the Jim Thorpe Award earlier, which I do believe, and I want to go back to my notes here quickly so I am not misspeaking. The Jim Thorpe Award goes to the most outstanding defensive back, and my gut tells me Lathan Ransom will be on that preseason watch list when it comes out. College football being a confusing sport, I think if you're a newcomer to the sport and you're just now um, expanding your Buckeye fan, if you're realizing, um, why in the world is there so much movement going on um, between players, schools, and conferences? Why in the world is there so much talk going on about TV deals between the Big Ten and the Big 12 and the Pac-12 deal? It's not really a deal right now. Um, there's no new deal there in the SEC and ESPN. Like, why is there so many moving parts? It doesn't make sense. The NFL has a deal with different networks, but it's the NFL, the teams that are there. College football, okay, is it an NCAA sport? No, it's not. I mean, it is at the at every level but the FBS or Division One A level, the old school way to describe it, but even though the NCAA does not govern or really run the sport, they can still hand out punishments and different things like that. It's a very confusing sport to describe, which is why when I mentioned that it's confusing for the awards, the Heisman Trophy is the most prestigious award in college football. However, the guy that wins a Heisman Trophy might not win the uh, Maxwell Award or the Walter Camp Award, which goes to the most outstanding player 
in the sport. For example, in 2021, Bryce Young won the Maxwell Award and the Heisman Trophy, which goes, both of them are basically Player of the Year awards. The Walter Camp Award for the Player of the Year award by that organization went to Kenneth Walker III, Michigan State, Michigan State running back. Really good, talented. I love watching him play, but it's just confusing. So as confusing as the sport is, here's one thing that is a constant. The Buckeyes having elite players at every position. That's a constant. Now, they may not have as many elite players at every position like they do this year, but they have elite players at every position. And I think Ohio State can use this as one motivation. If you're on a watch list, great. For the running backs, and I went back and looked at this group specifically because this was one that was the most recent watch list that was announced. There were 75 players that are watch list uh, that made the watch list for the Doak Walker Award. It'll get whittled down to 10 players in November. So from 75 to 10, next thing you know, in late November, it gets whittled down to three, three finalists. And then the award is announced at the uh, College Football Awards show that ESPN hosts every single season. So just that in that number alone, 75 running backs. I mean, there's Braylon Allen and Blake Corum that are part of this watch list as well. Other talented, really good Big Ten running backs that the Buckeyes better be ready to battle with during the season because if not, both of them could get the upper hand and really embarrass the Buckeyes during those matchups. But you can you easily, easily use this as motivation. If I am Marvin Harrison Jr. or Mecca Abuka or uh, Donovan Jackson or Matthew Jones or Michael Hall Jr., whatever it is, hey, I made this watch list. Let me get to that semifinal grouping in November. Oh, I'm a semifinalist? How about I up my play to be a finalist at the end of the season and just a few weeks after the semifinalists are announced? Oh, I'm a finalist? Buddy, let's rock. Let's roll. Let's win this award. You gotta kind of dig inside of yourself to do certain things to go figure out how in the world you're going to be able to be a better player than you currently are. The Buckeyes, they're talented, they're filling up watch lists, and as more watch lists continue to be released, we will discuss them here on Locked on Buckeyes. We will also discuss the locked, excuse me, the preseason locked on top 25 that was released just a day ago. Where do the Buckeyes fall in this poll? We'll discuss it next on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by our good friends at Bird Dogs. It's hot outside in some places. It's cooling off in some places. And it might be cool when you wake up in the morning. No matter the time of day or the temperature outside, we're all looking for ways to be comfortable, to be cool. No matter what's going on with the weather, up or down, we want to be as comfortable as we can be. And Bird Dogs allows us to accomplish that goal. Bird Dog's stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog's shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. I like that part. And Bird Dog's uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on college or enter promo code locked on college for a free white tech hat with your order that's birddogs.com slash locked on college or use the promo code locked on college 
for a free white tech hat. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. This episode is also brought to you by our good friends at Billiards Plus. Billiards Plus has the best selection of pool tables, game tables, shuffleboard tables, and more. And the best service in Central Ohio. Billiards Plus also can set you up with a brand new top-of-the-line grill that will last for generations. We all know how hard it is with the supply chain issues this year and getting certain things shipped on time. So when it comes to ordering that one big gift for someone you love, check out Billiards Plus. They have exactly what you have been looking for. Billiards Plus carries the best pool tables from Brunswick, Ohasson, Canada, Billiards Billiards and more, plus top-of-the-line grills from PK, Napoleon, Memphis, and LaGriddle. That will be the last grill you own. Seriously, these grills stand the test of time. No matter the season, Billiards Plus has you covered for all your indoor and outdoor entertainment needs. Visit their showroom on Dublin Center Drive in Dublin. Check them out at billiards-plus.com. Billiards Plus, family-owned and operated for generations. The coaches poll recently came out. The AP poll comes out early next week. And smack dab in between both of them is the locked on preseason top 25 poll. Now, you may say, Jay, what do lots on college hosts know about polls and covering college football? I think the, the hosts at our network do a phenomenal job and probably better than a lot of the other hosts that cover teams around the country. I'm a network guy, and I do trust and believe that the expertise that the Lockdown College hosts bring to the table is top-notch, which is why when the email came my way to fill out my first top 25 poll of my career, I said, ooh, let me hop on this thing and just get this train rolling all season long. Just like the coaches poll, the Buckeyes are a top-five team in Lockdown's preseason top 25. However, they are not the number-one team in this poll. Leo, if you're watching on the YouTube, you see the graphic right in front of you, a graphic that we're going to try to unveil, uh, pour out to you numerous times throughout the season. The Buckeyes are the number three team in the preseason locked on top 25 poll. One through 10, I'll go top to 10 just to get you the gist of where other teams are ranked in this poll. Number one, Georgia, no surprise. Number two, Michigan, three, Ohio State, four Alabama, five USC, six LSU, seven Penn State, eight Clemson, nine Florida State, and then 10 Washington. The Buckeyes play the number two team Michigan this season, the number 17 Penn State. They also play number 14 Notre Dame that is a road test in uh, South Bend, Indiana. Then you go um, on the road to Wisconsin, number 20. A lot of good talent here, a lot of good teams and this one is one that when I was putting my poll together, I said, do I put Ohio State, do I put them at three, or do I put them at four? And I think with the questions that the team has, and the team has right now, it'd be hard for me to put them at one. Couldn't put them at one. I don't think that even right now they're over Michigan. Now, it's the preseason poll. This is all speculation. We have not seen football be played yet with the teams that are going to play in the fall. So this is all just kind of a guessing game, honestly. Doing your research, knowing what's going on with the teams. Where do the teams fall? And I think right now the Buckeyes are the number four team in the country to me and my preseason poll, my ballot. I had one Georgia, two Michigan, three Alabama, four Ohio State. I had trouble putting USC at five. I wanted to put Penn State higher. I just 
I mean, Heisman Trophy winner, I'm going to give Lincoln Riley the nod here. I understand Lincoln Riley's defenses are normally not the best, but I'm going to give him the nod here. Penn State, six for me, seven, Florida State, eight, LSU, nine, Clemson, and 10, Texas. My thought was Texas could be higher. Clemson could be higher. Florida State could be higher. Almost had LSU outside of my top 10. But I had to keep him in the top 10. Like, I am trying to – I believe in Brian Kelly. I understand they have a returning quarterback. I understand they're really talented. I understand that they were in the SEC championship game a year ago. All those things are true. I also realized there's a lot of talent here. There's a lot of good stuff here with, with all of these teams, which why made making the top 10 – Really, really hard for me. I'm really, and you really split hairs one through four. I don't, I do think uh, USC and Penn State are not one of the top four teams in the country. If the playoff were to start right now, uh, <clears throat> I do think that um, you'd be looking, at, you'd be looking at these four teams: Michigan, Alabama in a matchup, and Georgia and Ohio State in a mat- rematch of last year's semifinal game between those schools. And each week during the season, I'm going to try to come out and really say when I make my poll, if there was just if there was a, a game, who do I think would win? Who do I think is the best team? If I'm um putting Ohio State, it's Ohio State, Michigan, who would win that game? Ohio State, Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, Ohio State, Texas. Who do I think is going to win the matchup? And so if I think everything's clear on the table and I'm trying to pick, okay, cool, that Georgia. They're going to beat everybody, everybody in the country. Georgia's going to be there. Okay, who's the second best against everybody else in the country? Who is going to win all? Who was who the best team? Michigan, Alabama, Ohio State, USC. It's very, very hard. And I'm going to be honest with you. It's very hard to do preseason polls because ain't nobody really, nobody, AP coaches locked on. It's very hard, but there is some validity to the things that are going on putting our minds together, putting things together. And even if you copy somebody else's poll, you have to realize, does that poll make sense? Locked on top 25, the preseason poll, is the top five here. Georgia one, Michigan two, Ohio State three, Alabama four, and USC five. That might be the consensus across the board. You might get a variation. You might get Ohio State four and Alabama three. I don't think you're going to get anybody to say Georgia or Michigan um, or are not the top two teams in the country. And in that way, I do think you're going to get Georgia one, Michigan two. I am curious to see during the season, Clemson, Penn State, Texas, Washington. I'm going to watch those four teams closely and try to figure out where in the world they are going to stand and how maybe they move up in my ballot, maybe they move back in mine. I am also going to not just kind of say, oh, Ohio State, lost or Ohio State won Alabama lost and then move them up move them back that way no I'm going to try to go into each weekend fresh Georgia Michigan Alabama Ohio State not real and figure out like this week based on, uh, on how things are right now who is the best team who is the second best team who is the third best team put a formula together and then discuss it here with you the listeners of Locked on Buckeyes. This has been Locked on Buckeyes here on a Thursday. One more day left. We're going to talk more fall camp. The pads come on tomorrow during practice. Also, scrimmage on Saturday. Kind of prepare us for that and what to expect and what position battles might be won or decided during the scrimmage on Saturday. You can follow me on Twitter 
at jstevens07. Send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. For those of you that watch us on YouTube, I'm going to start using the community tab and put up polls and different questions there throughout the week. Get interactive in the YouTube comment section on this video, but also in the community tab as well. It's another free way for us to connect with each other. If you would like to connect with me and have a discussion with other Locked on Buckeyes listeners outside of the space of this year podcast, thinking about starting a Discord. Basically, it's a group chat for us to hop in and have discussions about Ohio State football. If you want that, if you're curious about that, reach out to me. I have it. I think I have everything, everything ironed out. There might be a link in tomorrow's show notes, or if not tomorrow, it's definitely Monday if we move forward with that. This has been Locked on Buckeyes here on a Thursday. I'll see you next time.